Hi, I'm Adam, and this is... Jenny. Hey, together we are... Nacho Problem. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but seriously, we just really like nachos, and we talk about them amongst ourselves, so we thought, why not share some of this diatribe with the world? To be honest, when we go to a restaurant, I would say above average, we get nachos. Yeah, yeah, maybe 60% of the time, although we're heavily into wings, but wings yo problem didn't sound as good. (laughs) Nope. Nope, we wanted to share it to you because, man, we've had some just horrible, like, nachos, I don't know, maybe we like nachos too much because we've had nachos that made us angry (laughs) and some also life-changing nacho experiences and we're not you know we're not partial to the normal like cheese and cracker or cheese and chip i mean we've had some pretty out of this world kimchi nachos so i will say though we try i always try try to go with like the baseline at a restaurant and then go from there but we have had some pretty uh outstanding non-standard ones so uh, with that said, I think we're going to jump into it. Uh, as always, the recording on this, the quality is going to vary highly because we just turn it on and record wherever we're eating them at. So um, this isn't polished. You're getting the live in-person nacho feed, if you will. Sometimes it's busy and loud, and sometimes you're just going to hear the crunch. <laughs> so enjoy, and uh, feel free to leave a comment, get in touch with us. All right, here we go. Welcome to this episode, and we are here with a special guest. Special guest. Special guest, uh, Chris Majeski. Say hi, Chris. Well, I'd like to say it's an honor and a privilege to be here for this episode, and uh, I'm looking forward to the proceedings. And from first sight, the nachos look good, but you know, appearances can be deceiving. So I should say I I prepped Chris quite well. I told him, you know, he is going to be on a podcast that has had maybe as many as several dozens of listens. So. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's stop. So I like it. it comes on the uh, we got like a silver baking sheet, and uh, the chips look kind of sturdy to me. Yeah. There's no nacho cheese, which I am super stoked about. Just pumped about that, but it does look like there might be some sort of a ranch or something. So uh, let's dig in. Here. Interesting. Yeah. It is not a ranch. It's more like a um. Not a zesty sour cream. Okay. Oh, we should say where we're at. Oh, yeah. Which is the Quaker Steak Lube and uh, Quaker Steak and Lube. Quaker Steak and Lube. Uh-huh. Awesome. Mm. And I think we're in Independence? No. This is uh, Valley View, Ohio. Valley View. Right. Suburb of Cleveland, Ohio. Uh-huh. All right. Well, I will say these are better than the last plate of nachos that we had, which we'll get into. In oh, sure. Let, well, let's dive into that. So, real quick, we had the worst nachos we've ever had. I felt so bad I couldn't even record a podcast episode. What was it the name of the place? It was Sparky's. In Sparky's Garage in Sturgis. No, in Butte. Oh, in Butte, It was That's in right. Butte, Montana. Montana. So, that was unfortunate. I think they're having some issues with their kitchen. The place is really highly rated, but they brought it out, and uh, it was cold. It had, like, huge hunks of pork on it. Which that were put, also cold. Yeah, which was cold. And then... Guys, you good? Good to go. Mm-hmm. Had, uh, as Adam described it, it was sitting on a swamp of nacho cheese. So um, it was cooled, very cool nacho cheese that the chips were sitting on, and about every third chip or so was stale. Everything on it was cold, 
And this is one of those classic examples of all the ingredients seemed okay, minus the nacho cheese. There was corn and black beans and onions and tomato and shredded cheese and pulled pork. And you would think that that seemed like it should have been okay. Yeah. 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 So. So pulling back to this though. So this is the bar has been set low for us. This is this is good. I'm liking this. The chips so far are holding together. Like one of my pet peeves is like soggy chips. Yeah, like, I was gonna say I haven't noticed any stale or soggy. So you can tell that the dish hasn't been sitting around for longer than it needed. To be. My biggest problem with nacho cheese is that it makes your chips soggy, mm-hmm. which is why I really don't like nacho cheese on chips. I am a cheese person though. I would have liked more cheese on these. Yeah, it's not bad. So out of five chips. Jenny, how many chips would you give these nachos? I would probably give these a three. Three? Yeah. Chris, how about you? Three and three quarters chips, Adam. Three and three quarters. All right. I, gotta, I, I think I like the sauce. I think it's yeah, that's different. Kind of holds everything well together. Not my favorite, but I mean not. I'm gonna go with three as well for a slightly different reason. Yeah, I've been like eating my corner. I haven't had very much chicken, very little cheese. But the taste is good. Like I've had a couple, like one or two, that had a little bit of everything, and it's pretty solid. So. When you when you get a chip with a little of everything, the balance is really nice for me. Yeah, I'm gonna go do a little. Now, how often do you guys come across nachos where the balance is hard to get because of lack of proper spreading of ingredients, where everything's. I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> it's. Uh, you can tell when people put down a plate of chips and then they put all the toppings on top of it and yeah. it just really frustrates us because then you have to do like the dig out. Well see now here we have an issue oh, here wow. that yeah. if I can explain to the listeners we have a, we have quite a, a, a nacho cluster you might say or yeah. a, some sort of conglomeration. I believe that there's elements of sauce working as some sort of an adhesive <laughs> to hold a series of about... 30 chips together. <laughs> that is serious. Which, when I pick it up, clears about half the plate away. Accurate. Sometimes Very I accurate. wish we were doing video. Although, yeah, this is I way think, more fun to, yeah. to hear the description. Yeah. <laughs> so, with this, there's going to be a few good bites out of that, and then the rest will just be like eating a big block of tortilla chips. I, uh, for the listeners, go for it, Chris. <laughs> they, uh, they might want to hear you eat it. You probably will get some audio from this. <laughs> Ooh, well done. Oh, yeah. That's a good crunch. Notice to listener, that was more than one chip. <laughs> that was the super cluster located in the Nacho Galaxy uh, in the northeast sector of the tray. Oh, okay. Yeah. For visual reference, if you can picture Pringles in a can, <laughs> that's kind of a stacking going on here with yeah. these chips. But there is a really nice bite now taken out of the whole thing. It didn't hold its integrity throughout the rest of the chips. (laughs) I've now had a chip with most of the toppings. No, they're good. A little spice. Nothing too crazy. Yeah, I would just say, so the toppings seem to be tomato, um, a little bit of green pepper or maybe jalapeno. um, I think it's a jalapeno. red onion. Yeah. Some of this, it looks like a mixed cheese of sorts. And then this kind of sour cream that has some sort of herbs in it. Yeah. Cool. Well, guys, any uh, parting thoughts before we move on to wings and uh, whatnot? I think I'm good. Yeah. Chris? No, it was a, it was a pleasure taking part in this. <laughs> Thank you. You're, you're now nacho famous. So. <laughs> All right. That'll do it.
All right. Well, thanks for listening to episode one. If you have any recommendations on uh, nachos or places we should go to try the nachos, please leave a comment. We are always looking around during our travels, happy to do it in the U.S. uh, or even some international nachos. So help us out. Give us some recommendations. Thanks.